DJ and PK brought to you in part by Action Plumbing, Heating, and Electrical. Spring into action now. Mention this ad and receive $33 off any service. Call Action today at 801-833-3333. That's 801-833-3333. DJ and PK, we're joined now by Ryan Lacey, former Utah cornerback. Ryan, good morning. Thanks for coming back on the show again. Good morning. Good morning. How you doing? Good. Uh, well, clearly we want to have you on because we were curious what your reaction was as you uh, heard about the penalties for Morgan Scally and, and heard his comments uh-huh. on the teleconference. Um, uh, I have a lot of mixed feelings about it. Uh, my allegations were denied from Morgan Scally, and, and that was a big surprise to me. And, you know, um, I, I would never uh, put myself in a position to uh, – go to a platform such as social media to say something like that if it was not true. And I honestly feel like it was a slap in my face for him to, de- to deny that. And I've taken a lot of backlash. I've, I've had uh, threats and, and all type of, um, you know, people calling me and asking me about my allegations due to his mistakes. Initially, we were here because he sent the text to another family. You know, I, 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 10 years later, you know, I, I'm, I'm a single father now, and I have a job that I work. And, I, you know, what I said was the truth. And after reading through the um, the reports from the investigators, I, I just feel like there wasn't enough investigation done on my claim. And, you know, it, it, you know, it is what it is. Did the, the investigators talk to you? I did speak to the investigators a couple times. And you told them the same story? Same story. It's not a story. It's the truth. Okay. And the truth is the truth. You know. I mean, um, it happened, and it's something that, as a young player, it happened to me, and I held on to that for a long time. And I did approach him, and in front of teammates, and we discussed it briefly. And now, come what twelve years later, he comes out. Well, he's he's under an investigation for something else that happened. And Morgan Scully said that to me, and I held on to that, and it hurt me. And now I'm under more backlash because my claims were denied, but I read through the entire report. He admits to making racist jokes regarding Polynesians and Native Americans. He admits to sending a text. That's consistent behavior to me. And I feel like my claims were denied, and, and you know, I'm in a position to where now uh, maybe I'd be looked at. I mean, I'm looked at as a liar or something that you know. Uh, I, I'm not sure what people think, but I, I'm I'm highly upset about it. You know, uh, like I said in the in the interview before, I, I would never want a man to lose his career over a mistake. But you know what? Um, I felt like he got away with calling me an N-word, and by denying my claims, I honestly feel like he called me another N-word with that. What was the investigation like? How did that go? How did they contact you? How much time did they spend with you? Was it written? Was it verbal? Can you spell that out for us? Um, I mean, it was an investigation. The calls, you know, a couple of video conferences. And I felt like, you know, the conversations I did have with them were in-depth. And I got everything that I needed to say out. Um, and, and it was the truth of, of everything that I've already said on social media is exactly what I told them. There was nothing more, nothing less. And, um, yeah. So I agree with what you're saying, Ryan, in that they are viewing you basically as lying. And you already said that I'm certainly not calling you a liar, but they 
view you as that, and and obviously you can understand why someone would be upset by that. Do you feel like that there wasn't enough evidence beyond that as to why it came to that? Do you have any idea how they reached that conclusion? After reading the report, there definitely was not enough evidence, and there wasn't enough interviews. Uh, Roughly, there's 85 players on a Division I football team. There were only three players interviewed about my allegation and the players that I supposedly went and told them about the allegation. And there were only three players interviewed, and those three players did not observe it. They didn't say that he didn't say it. It just said they didn't observe it, you know. And then um, Coach Whittingham didn't observe it. No other coaches observed it. It was something that happened. And, you know, I kept it under wraps for, you know, some years. And then I went and approached him about it. So there was not enough um, – not the right people were talked to because there's another instance where I approached him with our other players that did not get talked to. And they know the truth. You know, and I'm advising any other player that was there at that leadership retreat to speak out because it's not right. And he said that to me, and it's something that, you know, even my, my family is now upset about it, that it comes down to that. You know, and and it's nothing that I would twelve years later come and, and and lie about. It's something that happened, and and it's consistent behavior with Coach Scully. He's done it already, and he's got caught doing it. And 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 there's other allegations in that report of him doing it. So what makes my statement invalid? And I don't understand why he would have the the, the audacity to deny my claim. And there wasn't enough evidence, in, in my opinion. And I would love to talk to Coach Scully one on one, a man to man. You know, because, you know, University of Utah, they teach us how to be men. They teach us how to own up to our mistakes, and that's a, a lot of players made mistakes, and we've all owned up to them. But that one mistake, I've, I've hung on to that for years. And, and now that mistake is being denied. So, and and it's, it's, it's the truth, you know. So my mother's upset, and I've gotten threats to my family, to my mother's address was exposed. And for what I came out and said, and which just was the truth, and I've taken backlash for that. So now I'm dealing with, you know, uh, that on, on top of now being denied, or, or my, my claim is being uh, denied. Since all of this became public, have you talked to Kyle Whittingham or to Mark Harlan? Not at all. I have, I have not heard from either one of them. Uh, since this happened, and even, you know, with my threats, I did send uh, the threats to the university, and um, they were seen by multiple people at the university, but no one ever reached out to me. I, man, it's outrageous. These death threats that you're receiving, what is going on there? You know, I, I don't know, and, and it could be any type of Internet troll because the Internet is a sick place. Yeah. People can get on the Internet and do what they want to do and, and, you know, say what they want to say. But, you know, I did uh, approach the university with the information. And, you know, and there's not really too much I can do at this point. But, you know, I've taken a couple of days off work to be at my mother's house for those threats. And, and, and you know, I've lost wages over it. But, you know, I haven't heard anything from the University of Utah, an apology. They haven't called my mom or anything. You know, and I'm not speaking down on the university as if they're horrible. I love the university, and I, I wear my rings and I wear my Utah gear with pride and, and honor. But me being denied of the, those claims really honestly hurt me. And it took a lot of courage for me to come out and say that. Because it's nothing that, you know, this far along in life that I would want to come out and say for any type of clout or any type of attention. I'm not on social media like that. 
But seeing that article and then going and reading the tweets directed at the family, I felt like it was my time to, you know, speak up. And, and, and in the midst of me speaking up, now I'm getting backlash. Now I'm wrong. And then now my claims are denied. All those people that were sending me the threats of me being a coward and me being a liar are now true. And, and, and that's honestly hurtful and it's upsetting. And, and I just feel like it's a slap in my face, not only to me, but to any other minority that goes to that university playing at a Morgan Scout. What did you think of the punishment of Morgan? Obviously, you want your claims validated. We're clear on that. What did you think of the punishment that, of Morgan? That's fair. Because like I said before, I, I, I never wanted him to lose his job. And, and that's number one. He made a mistake. And, you know, I feel like the punishment's fair. You know, a little pay cut. And, you know, you still get the coach. You still get to be with your team. And you have to go to um, diversity training. And I feel like that's something that not only Morgan should do, but all the coaching staff and even players should have to do. Because we all come from different aspects of life, different walks of life, and we don't understand each other. And that's something that the entire team should be a part of, not just Morgan. So have you heard from ex-teammates? How have they viewed you on this? Um, it's mixed. You know, I've heard from my corner group that I played with during my years, and, you know, they all stand with me, and we're all together with it. You know, everybody has a different um, uh, experience at Utah and a different experience with every coach. And, and that's something that, you know, is, it, it's what happens. So my experience with, with Coach Scali, I, I don't hate the man, I, I you know, but uh, he did say that to me, and it's something that, you know, I, I just felt like at this point in time, it's like uh, you, you need to tell the truth. You know, you're already in trouble for multiple allegations, and I mind, I don't know if that would make it any different, but there's still now a family out here hurting and, and taking threats and backlash over your mistakes and your mistakes were the truth. So. Do you think you ever uh, reach out to him at some point or you, the two of you ever communicate at some point or you think this is just something you carry with you going forward? Um, I would love to speak to Morgan Scully. You know, I, I would love to, you know, have a sit down with him. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I want to go to football games. I want to be comfortable going to, you know, support my team. But I, I, I would love to, yeah, I would definitely love to talk to him. And it's not going to be on any type of, I, I hate you or, or I'm upset with you. But a, a grown man talk, you know, I'm not a player anymore. And, and I haven't played in seven years now. And now a father myself, I mean, I can sit down and have a conversation with you, a cordial one. And I would love to do that with him. So with that in mind, if he doesn't reach out to you, would you reach out to him? I definitely would. I mean, right now things are, you know, crazy. And, you know, once things die down, whether he reaches out to me or I reach out to him, I would love to speak to him. I would try to reach out or, you know, vice versa. I mean, I'm not in any rush, but I'm open to have the conversation with him. Well, Ryan, we appreciate having you on. Uh, is there anything else you want to share? Anything else we should ask you? Uh, no, you know, I just, you know, go use, uh, as I said before, and, you know, I hope that we can uh, come out of this in a positive light and um, we can win some games and, and, and it blows over. But, um, yeah, I am highly upset about um, the denial of the claim. And it's not a claim, it's the truth. And, you know, I just, I, I would want this done right. And I didn't feel like it was done right. So, other than that, you know, I, I love my teammates, um, and 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 that's it. Well, Ryan, thanks for coming on again. We appreciate it. 
got no problem. Ryan Lacey, former Utah cornerback and the threats, PK. I mean, we've heard, you know, lots of people, lots of people, lots of line of work to talk about the Internet and all that. And uh, the rest of it is disturbing enough. You know, he and Morgan aren't on the same page. His claims haven't been validated. And and we hear all that. And on top of that, to to have threats, you know, it's uh, completely out of control. Obviously, the threats are 100 percent out of line. Yeah. None of us uh, would agree that any form of threatening is ridiculous. I mean, I mean, it is ridiculous, I should say. It's just completely unacceptable. But he is right about far as these Internet people, and there's a lot of junk on the Internet. We already know that, and whatever claims of Twitter or whatever social media that's out there. Uh, the thing that I find interesting, and I don't know whether he, Morgan, said what he said or didn't say what he said. I only know what the findings say. Uh, but I find it interesting that... If this man, Ryan Lacey, believes something was said, and so his claims were denied, then he's upset. That's logical. But yet, he still wants Morgan to be employed. Uh, that that That's an interesting concept there. Uh, not that it's inconsistent, but you know he doesn't harbor the animosity to the point of not uh, being employed. He still wants that. And somehow, that indicates some level of credibility again i'm not saying morgan said it or didn't say it because i don't know you got a he said and then he did not say you know blah 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 you can decide for yourselves but it's still it's still interesting to me that he still at the end of all this doesn't want morgan scally fired no i think he wants to be heard he wants to be seen i felt like he's invisible and feel like he is validated and I'm with you, you know, we, uh-huh. were, yeah, we weren't yeah, yeah. there, yeah, yeah. so we don't know specifically what happened. Right. Um, no. But as as Morgan tries to make amends and reach out to people, it, I, I don't know, you know, I don't know their two, well, I mean, I guess we do know Ryan's perspective of this. I don't know Morgan's perspective on this, but as Morgan tries to rebuild trust and we rebuild relationships, I think it would help a lot if he and Ryan got on the same page somehow. I don't know exactly what that looks like or how that conversation would go, obviously. But, you know, Morgan was very definitive and really emotional about wanting to make things right. You know, and I think Ryan has a, in my mind, and everybody can hear it for themselves, obviously, but in my mind, Ryan has credibility because he doesn't want a pound of flesh. He wants to be heard. That's what I was saying. Yeah, you said it better. And recognized. He doesn't mm-hmm. he doesn't want to inflict anything on anybody else. He just wants his pain to be heard. And you know, I don't <laughs> it, it would be interesting to to know who all the players are that we would need to talk to to get a better view of this. But to a certain degree, I don't know how much that matters. I think what matters is that Morgan hears Ryan and Ryan knows he's heard. You know, I don't. I, what I got okay, from that okay. wasn't so much that Ryan cared so much what forty-five thousand youth fans think, just to pick stadium capacity, um, but that Morgan hears him. And you know, I thought what Morgan said was heartfelt, uh, but sometimes it's easier to make amends with some people than it is with others. So. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> We can both go into our own personal histories and figure that out. I assume everyone can go into their personal history and figure that out. All right. Well, thanks to Ryan for coming on. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.